this is the Your Man in Riyadh podcast. It's uh, 9.20 p.m. Arabian Standard Time. This is Omar WJ speaking. Um, I've lost track of how many episodes I'm behind now. Um, pardon me. Please forgive me. This is I'm going to play this um, second part of the artificial intelligence. Um, I believe that um, um, I got the best part before. I'm not sure. Okay, so, um, um, this is, uh, Kai-Fu Lee, and I just, um, um, stopped it there. I will play it again. I, I have a really hard time understanding that woman. Um, and I am a good listener. Let me see what this is. Hi, on American citizens via their... Now to a tool that suddenly is being used by uh, police departments. And what's interesting about this tool is it's pretty much under the radar. Most people don't know about this. They don't know that this new software that is called Shadow Dragon would, interestingly enough, allow the police to know just about everything they need to know about you. Why? They're using this platform to get into your digital footprint. Stuff you didn't even know was out there. It's out there, and they got it. Right now, only a handful of police departments are using it in the United States, but it's looking like something that they're going to continue to use. Again, it's called Shadow Dragon. Our correspondent, Farron Franzak. In 2013, Edward Snowden blew the lid off on how the National Security Agency was spying on American citizens via their phone records and their emails, and the excuse was to find and thwart terrorist attacks before they happened. Well, it was a bombshell of a leak that ignited the debate of whether or not the U.S. becoming a surveillance state. Tonight, another bombshell reported by The Intercept on a system very similar to what the NSA uses. Well, it's now being used by a number of government entities and even your local police. So that one little breadcrumb led to an email the next day coming to me that said, hey, we got the guy. It's a new software investigators from your local police to the FBI have at their fingertips. It makes it quicker, easier, more reliable, and all in a way that's uh, forensically sound. Shadow Dragon, 
software that searches public information from at least 100 social media networks using digital clues to identify the human behind online accounts and to see the networks of suspected bad actors that could potentially commit a crime. You can pop in an email, an alias, a name, a phone number, a variety of different things. You can immediately have information on your target. We can see interests. We can see who friends are. We can see pictures, videos, whatever's available on the platform that we find. What would normally take investigators two months in a background check or an investigation now takes between five to 15 minutes with Shadow Dragon. Some of the successes that we've had with social now with the Department of Justice and the FBI uh, the Boston bomber case, the, all the known associates that they had in Russia. Once the name was announced, we were able to enumerate that network pretty quickly. Shadow Dragon was also used in the investigations of the Las Vegas shooter, Stephen Paddock, as well as the Austin bomber, where the software actually aided in learning the psychology behind the suspect, Anthony Condit. And that's the power of open source of a platform that hits 80, 90 different social platforms and sites out there that just really makes a difference and can sometimes be the make or break thing for your case. But it's not just social media that the software pulls from. It also sucks in data from Amazon, YouTube, dating apps, and the dark web, which is why there's new and growing concerns about police forces buying rights to the software. Right now, there are only two state police agencies using Shadow Dragon, Michigan State Police, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. And Massachusetts. Okay, sorry to stop that too quickly. Excuse me. Please forgive me. Um, let's see what this is. This is Mr. Weepum. It's, um... Okay, that's my, um... I do ESL also. So, um, let's see, what's that? Same thing. Okay. Um, and let's see what this... Oh, okay. ...are not two parties anymore. There's a political party in the Democrats that is uh, fucked up in a million ways, broken in a million ways, incompetent in a million ways, has a number of bad ideas that I disagree with fundamentally. But again, they're not people terrorists invade the U.S. Capitol and scream the N-word at Capitol cops. If you're a major corporate donor to the Republican Party, you are the people who are funding the officials who are defending to the death the right of rioters and violent terrorists to yell the N-word in the face of Capitol cops. America's watching now. This isn't, it's, it's not the old days where they have to drill through FEC reports. We'll light your ass up. Is never more than a heartbeat away from the MAGA mob's lips. You saw it. You saw it in Officer Dunn's testimony today. So when they say critical race theory, they mean the N word. When they say Black Lives Matter, they mean the N word. When they say Antifa, they mean the N word. When they say back the blue, they mean Derek Chauvin choking the fucking life out of George Floyd and not Officer Dunn and the other African American officers who took a torrent of racial abuse and hatred from Donald Trump's mob. And the Republicans that are defending them and pretending this didn't happen, they are all party to it. Every fucking one of them.
I know I've played that before, but um, I don't think it um, um, can really be played enough. Um, let me see what this is. Joshua was devastated by her death. For two months, he hardly spoke to anyone, really only talked to his dog. Life. Okay, so that was about this uh, guy who um, um, started talking to some software. And um, um, sounds pretty pathetic. Just like making a podcast nobody listens to, I guess. Um, I have a tiny audience. And with uh, stuff like this, you just got to keep going. Um, let's see what's... I like to speak at least 15 minutes. So um, let me see what's on the um, um, AP News. I, I still want to believe that AP News is solid news. Um, not propaganda. Um, okay, so uh, China's fishing for squid in, um, off the coast of northern Australia. Neo-Nazis are still on Facebook and they're making money. Okay, well that's worth uh, reading into my podcast. And um, this is by Erica Kanetz, and this is supposed to be in Brussels. It's the premier martial arts group in Europe for right-wing extre- extremists. German authorities have twice banned their signature tournament, but Kampf der Nibelungen, or Battle of the Nibelungs, still thrives on Facebook, where... Organizers maintain multiple pages as well as on Instagram and YouTube, which they use to spread their ideology, draw in recruits, and make money through ticket sales and branded merchandise. The Battle of the Nibelings, a reference to a classic heroic epic much loved by the Nazis, is one of the dozens of far-right groups that continue to leverage mainstream social media for profit despite despite Facebook's and other platforms' repeated pledges to purge themselves of extremism. Extremism? Extremism? Um, all told, there are at least 54, face, fa- 54 Facebook profiles belonging to 39 entities that the German government and civil society groups have flagged as extremists according to research shared with the Associated Press by the Counter-Extremism Project, a non-profit policy and advocacy group formed to combat extremism. The groups have nearly 268,000 subscribers and friends on Facebook alone. So, um, um, Taliban hang body in public. Um, signal return to past tactics the Taliban hanged a body from a crane parked in a city square in Afghanistan on Saturday in a gruesome display that signaled the hard line movement's return to some of its 
brutal tactics of the past. Taliban, Taliban officials initially brought four bodies to the central square in the western city of H-E-R-A-T, Herat, then moved three of them to other parts of the city for public display, said Wazir Ahmad Sadiqi, who runs a pharmacy on the edge of the square. Taliban officials announced that the four were taking part in a kidnapping earlier Saturday and were killed by police, Sadiqi said. Ziaul Haq Jalali, a Taliban-appointed district police chief in Herat, said later that Taliban members rescued a father and son who had been abducted by four kidnappers after an exchange of gunfire. Gunfire, he said. A Taliban fighter and a civilian were wounded by the kidnappers and that the kidnappers were killed in a crossfire. An associated press video showed crowds gathering around the crane and peering up at the body as some men chanted. The aim of this action is to alert all criminals they are not safe, a Taliban commander who did did not identify himself, told the AP in an an on-camera interview conducted in the square. Um, So, I wonder when they want to start doing that in Texas, okay? Um, You know, they're um, trying to be more right-wing than the right-wingers. just listen to the lieutenant governor speak and what he's got to say is um, the same BS that came out of France here I'm trying not to use that same same nonsense that came out of France because they don't want to let people into France that aren't French okay um border crossing where migrants made camp to reopen. Okay, they've cleared all the Haitians out of there. Ten years after Don't Ask, Don't Tell, Cadet Sea Progress. This is in New London, Connecticut. This is the um, by Dave Collins and let's see, Guns, Gays, and Abortion. That's the three legs of the old news. Um, Kelly Normoyle was nervous as she arrived at the Coast Guard Academy campus in Connecticut in 2008. She had come out as a lesbian to a few friends near the end of high school, but she faced a military environment where don't ask, don't tell was still the policy prohibiting gay people from serving openly she kept quiet about her sexuality for her freshman year fearing expulsion and the ruin of her not yet begun career she started testing the waters her second year okay maybe this is somebody that I can trust maybe this is somebody that identifies the way I do said Normal. now a lieutenant on the cutter Sanibel, based in Woods Hole, Massachusetts. 
But then you always have that moment when you, when that was a leap of faith. Marking the 10th anniversary this week of the end of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, a new generation of military academy students say that their campuses are now tolerant, welcoming, and inclusive for the most part. But that more work needs to be done. Homophobic or ignorant comments still arise occasionally. Many transgender students still do not feel comfortable coming out, and advocates say the military needs to be more needs to do more to include people with HIV as well as non-binary and intersex people. Okay. Well, um, my um. Sorry, I read that for you. Let's see, how much time is this now? Uh, oh, 17 minutes. So, um, let's see. 38 degrees tomorrow. And um, this is the um, uh, Your Man in Riyadh podcast. Omar WJ speaking. Primary mission is to entertain. Secondly is to...